0: Hello Hillel, I'm Gabby Ostrove and you're listening to the Berkeley Hillel Podcast. One of the centerpieces of life within Berkeley Hillel is our weekly Wednesday night barbecue. Each week about 150 students gather at Hillel for a delicious free meal cooked by students. Barbecue is a great opportunity to take a break during the week to catch up with friends, build Jewish community, and of course, eat. For this episode, I handed the mic over to some very special guest hosts, Berkeley Hillel's Executive Director, Rabbi Adam Naftalin-Kelman, and Shelby Weiss, who is an Engagement Chair on the Hillel Student Board. Shelby and Rabbi Adam will take us through a typical evening at barbecue, talk to the people that make barbecue happen every week, take a look at some of the changes that barbecue has undergone over the past semester, and learn why so many students love barbecue so much. With that, I'll hand it over to Rabbi Adam and Shelby. I hope you enjoy episode two, Live from Barbecue.
1: Rob Adams, so it's almost six o'clock and barbecue is about to start. The Coffin Student Lounge is packed. The line's almost at the door. You know, it's, Is it like this every week?
2: It's like this every week. And one of my favorite times is like coming downstairs from my office and starting to hear the voices creep upstairs hearing Hebrew Hour Cafe Vrit is happening and closing up and just you can feel the energy in the building just rise as barbecue is coming you can hear people you can see people giving hugs seeing them for the first time in the week really excited to smell the food happening all afternoon and six o'clock is that like magical moment that happens as barbecue begins yeah, I'm really excited to get
1: started and to talk to all the folks here and get our questions answered.
2: It's going to be amazing, and I feel lucky. Like Gabby, turn this over to us. We'll see what we give her and uh, get a real sense of what barbecue is like here at Berkeley Hillel.
1: Yeah, hopefully we uh, do an okay job. We'll see what happens. We'll
2: see what happens. Here we go.
1: So Rabbi Adam, we're standing here at the Dopey Desk, which uh, I believe stands for the Director of First Impressions. Um, is that right?
2: I'm. Yeah, that is the Director of First Impression we have here. We're sitting with. Uh, grace who is the current director of first impression on right now and grace tell us you have a laptop out here and there's a bunch of numbers there and you're sitting behind the desk tell us like what are you doing during this hour i think you're here what from six to eight what do you do during that time
3: so wednesday nights are probably the most one of the most hectic nights here at berkeley for the dofies um my job basically is to scan everyone's id when they get here welcome them make them feel comfortable Um, and then send them on their way to get some really great food.
1: Uh, I know that a lot of people often wonder this, but why do we scan IDs?
3: So we scan IDs so that the donors have an idea of how many people are really coming to the events that they help to fund. Um, So it's really just an idea, a a good way for us to know how many people are coming in.
1: Yeah, definitely. Do uh, Do you have the numbers up right now? How many people are in the building right now?
3: So right now I have 120 people who have been swiped in. And then another six people who are new to barbecue or to Hillel. And so that's, that's probably about like the average of how many people we get for every barbecue now.
2: Great. And uh, And Grace, I'm wondering what is it like to be here when like everybody's coming in and seeing familiar faces
3: or new faces? How does it make you feel? It's really nice, and now that I've been doing this for a couple of weeks, I've had the chance to, like, recognize some faces, introduce myself, and I, I've, I've made some new friends, met some new people, but then also I get to see all the people that I know and love from Hillel every week, and it's nice.
1: Well, Is the barbecue shift one that you'd recommend to other Dofies?
3: I love it. It's free dinner on the job, get to see everyone, get to say hi. Um, so, yeah, it's, like, my my little bit of social hour.
2: Great. Well, thanks for being such a great first impression, Grace.
3: Hey Alex, so what are you serving up today? Today I'm serving
4: up a yummy salad with kale, tomatoes, pumpkin seeds, cranberries. It looks really good. Awesome, can I have some? Yeah, of course.
2: So Alex, how come you chose to uh, be a server this week?
4: Um, I just wanted to give back to Hillel. I feel like I take their food every week, so it seems right. <laughs> and have you had the
2: kale salad yet? Have you eaten yet?
4: I have not eaten yet. I'm going to eat after I'm done serving.
2: Amazing. So you're serving everybody first, and then you're going to come back and eat something.
4: Yes. And Shana, what do we have here? Here we have some sticky rice, but it's cooked with coconut oil, so it gives it a nice little taste. You like some, too?
2: Amazing. Does the coconut oil? Do you know if it does something in the cooking process?
4: Um, I think it just gives it a little taste. I think when you eat this with mango, it could be a dessert too. I forget what culture it's from, but it's, yeah. I think that's Thai,
1: and oh. they've definitely served that at Thai Shabbat, which was a really fun event with some good mango sticky rice.
2: And at Sab, Sab, who's like the the brainchild behind the organization of barbecue. Nobody really knows how it all works. But Sav is the puppeteer behind all of this.
5: I am, and my favorite job is actually to help serve because that way I get to say hello to every single person who comes through the line, and I get to show off our amazing food, which our student, our student kitchen interns cook.
2: Sav, what are you serving?
5: I'm serving delicious carrots, and I'm not even kidding. They're so good.
2: Can you describe it? Remember, our, our listeners can't look at it, so can you give a true. little
5: so description? They're orange, as carrots often are, and they have this amazing... Um, ginger garlic flavor it's like very flavorful really gives you a nice um taste it's almost like curry but i don't really know what it is it's just delicious you know it's the mystery of the kitchen in these carrots
1: yeah i definitely don't want to give away the secret recipe of
2: the kitchen interns and ross
5: what what do we have here we got some delicious vegetarian
3: chili
2: and what's in that vegetarian chili? It looks amazing. There's
5: a variety of beans, corn, sweet potatoes, scallions, peppers, and and it's in some delicious sauce that I'm still trying to figure
3: out what makes it so great. Amazing. Can you
2: put a little bit on that rice? I think that'll be a great combination. And Shelby, you know what I've noticed is that the barbecue really transitioned. Where it used to be like vegans or vegetarians are off to the side. It's like. The vegans and vegetarians are fully integrated into barbecue now, and in some ways, the meat eaters—you get meat at the end—it's not the focus anymore.
1: Yeah, the centerpiece is definitely always all these yummy vegetarian options and beautiful vegetables being served up. So it's a really nice transition and really great for vegetarians.
2: And I'm now—we're now at the uh, hamburgers and chicken and, and hot dogs—and I'm just wondering, the hamburgers look a little bit different now, Shelby. From what I understand, is that they're really making the hamburgers from ground beef and they're freshly made hamburgers versus the old ones. I think we had like frozen patties that we just put on the grill. And the chicken also just looks amazing. Again, I'm a vegetarian, so I'm not really looking for the chicken and hamburgers, but Shelby, maybe if you want to take some and try it. Yeah, I'm gonna choose my own
1: piece. Do you mind if I grab this one?
2: So Shelby, like I've been dreaming about the building being done and how it can like transform what happens here. And it's really interesting how students are doing things that I could have never imagined in the building. Whereas I'm sure you remember, before we remodeled, the 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 barbecues were just packed inside the auditorium. There's no place to go. We're starting to see a migration, and it looks like there's like a group of what I would say that the lounge barbecue eating area that they're migrating from the auditorium into the Kauffman Student Lounge. I've definitely been noticing that trend, Uh, Lily.
1: Why do you guys choose to eat out
4: here? Um, It's more comfortable. You don't have to like pick a table. You don't have to stay seated. You can just come hang out with your friends.
6: Um, I just love the Kauffman Student Lounge because I'm a real big chiller. It's really chill out here. Um, Sometimes I do homework in the main area, so I kind of associate that with a more serious place, but I feel like I can really be myself in the Kauffman Student Lounge. I really agree with Phoebe. And on that note, I mean, um, it's a lot quieter in here. And, like, we can't really enjoy our meaningful conversations when there's just so many students enjoying the amazing food. So we want to, like... about how good the food Yeah, is. so we'd rather, like, be here and have more spiritual talks.
2: So it's great. It's so great to have you here. So glad that you're using this lounge in the way that you're using it. And uh, I hope it doesn't grow too big in the Kaufman Lounge because then it's going to really, imp- like, impact... Your intimate conversation, so enjoy dinner, and uh, Thank thanks for Thank uh, being here. Thank you. Hey, Shelby, it's so cool. We're sitting at the table with all of the kitchen interns that that cook every week for barbecue and Shabbat. I know. I feel like I'm in the presence of celebrity chefs right now. It does feel that way. We should probably have, like, maybe a celebrity chef or cook-off here, right? Would be cool would Oh, that would be so fun, like, chopped or top chef. Amazing. So I guess I'm curious, and having all of the, the kitchen interns here... I wonder, all of you, like, what's been the most comical moment in the kitchen?
5: Um, so we had a little, you know, incident where Ari was not paying attention, walking backwards, and he just, you know, toppled over some boxes. <laughs> in slow-mo. In slow-mo, basically. He was fine. He's great. Um, popped right back up. Popped right back up. But it was it was some nice comedic relief. That's it.
2: And the scene has changed a little bit in the back with the grills. We can hear the music pumping with the new sound system in the building. So our grillers back there, what's been, uh, how has that changed the vibe? Has it transformed the food? Because everybody's talked about the taste of the food is better. How much is that now that, like, you guys are excited about the work? Itai?
4: Well, having the grill is a huge upgrade. It kind of allows us to, to find our inner chefs. And, you know, putting a char on a burger or chicken really boosts the flavor. So that wasn't possible before. And it's taken our cooking and our camaraderie to a whole new level.
1: And uh, how do the grillers feel about cutting back on the meat supply? You
4: know, we've been utilizing everything around us to make this world a better place while catering to the needs of both vegans or vegetarians as well as meat eaters. Um, but we're slowly cutting down. I think it's, uh, it's, it's been great. We've been using mushrooms a lot, which are great umami alternative. Um, so, yeah, it's been going well. I think we're doing a good job, and I think the environment is really uh, excited about it.
2: Well, Shelby, I think on behalf of the Jewish students and everybody at Cal that comes to the barbecue, kudos and snaps to the kitchen interns. We're really raising them, bringing their A game every week for barbecue and Shabbat.
1: Yeah, yasher kach, guys. Thank you. All right, I feel like I'm in the presence of real royalty right now, Rabbi Adam. We're standing here with our kitchen manager, Roxy. I'm just really overwhelmed right now.
2: I know. It's amazing what she's really done in managing this kitchen. You see, like, There's such a great vibe when you walk in here on Wednesday afternoon or Friday afternoon. In some ways, I feel like they're having too much fun.
1: No, it makes me want to be a kitchen intern or at the very least when I'm hanging around here studying on a Wednesday or Friday. I definitely try to come in the kitchen and see what's up and try to help out where I can. Sometimes they ask me to wash
2: dishes, but always happy to do You're it. Always
4: great with washing dishes.
2: And I, I wonder Shelby if, if someone, maybe Roxy, you can help us out here a little bit, if someone wanted to be a kitchen intern, like how would they go about
4: like doing that? Well honestly the best way to start to get your foot in the door is to come volunteer here in the kitchen. We're always looking for extra help. It's a really fun time. You know, while we're chopping and learning how to be you know, the best chefs we can be, we're really here just enjoying and being friends first. So if you want to come learn how to be a kitchen intern and meet really great people, definitely come in and volunteer.
1: One time I came to volunteer to cook and I was told to chop some parsley. I struggled a little bit. So I think I'm better
4: served as a dishwashing intern i always happy to help. Well, honestly, I didn't know much when I started here in the kitchen, but since then I've learned so much about how to prepare food and dishes and everything, so if, if you're willing to learn, you can definitely learn a lot.
1: How many students are you guys normally cooking for when you cook for barbecue in Siobhan?
4: Oh God, well, probably around like 150 students, plus or minus you know changes as the school year goes but definitely a lot of students and how many hours of prep is that every Wednesday and Friday So we start on at 2 so cook from 2 to 6 so 4 hours on Wednesday and I get here at 10 on Fridays and then 10 to like 3 so about 4 or 5 hours
2: and we we've been hearing a lot about and we also noticed the food is a lot better this year we've also been hearing a lot about like a shift in like how we source our meat and what we're cooking, and I, I have to say, I was telling Shelby we were in the buffet line. The hamburgers look really different than they did earlier. Can you maybe share a little bit about like the change that
4: that you've made as a kitchen manager? Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, here at Hill, since we're serving food to so many people, it's really important that we make uh, make ourselves a model for what you know we see the food system should be moving towards. And part of that is a reduction in the amount the amount of meat as As you know, we are learning more and more about how meat and and factory farming has become the main contributor towards climate change. So since we have the opportunity to cook for so many people, it's important that we set a precedent around this issue, around reducing meat, how easy it can be, how delicious it can be. And it's just been really fun showing people how how yummy the food is. Yeah.
2: And I just have a question. Roxy, I know that um, you're a vegan, right?
4: Yes. And uh, I I marvel
2: at that you're still cooking, it sounds like amazing meat. Do you ever have, like, a difficulty in, in like, preparing the meat or, like, the smell, or how do you bring yourself
4: up? If someone's a vegan, can they, like, still be in the kitchen and provide that meat? Well, I think everyone will kind of have to decide that for themselves. For me, I'm really comfortable with me around in my life but you know there's a a girl who's a vegetarian who's in the kitchen who prefers not to and it's not like there's a right or a wrong answer everyone has their own comfortability level um but for me it's kind of you know i'm happy to make good food for people to eat and if that's meat let that be meat and if i can make the veggie a more appealing option i'm happy to do that too
2: and roxy you know we i we've built the building We have a a new kitchen here. Can you maybe speak a little bit about how that maybe changed some of the cooking and uh, the
4: atmosphere in the kitchen? Oh, yeah, definitely. So there's way more space here. People have, you know, more opportunity to be together in the kitchen as opposed to across, you know, outside or, you know, in the, you know, where we eat chopping vegetables. So we definitely get more of an opportunity to make this more of a community here in the kitchen because just the setup is so conducive to that.
2: Well great Roxy. It's so much so great hearing from you and tasting the great food and eating it. You. And thanks for your leadership and managing this kitchen with such fun
4: <laughs> and spunk. Yes, enjoy the food. Come on Wednesdays. Yeah, thanks for cooking for us every week. Yes.
1: So Rabbi Adam, I've heard of this thing called Judaism by the numbers that happens sometimes at barbecue, but like I'm not entirely sure what it is. Have you heard of it?
2: I have heard a little bit about it, and I'll tell you, Shelby, we're lucky right now that we're standing right by Lee. Um, Lee runs that initiative and that little, like, that fun game that we have on
4: barbecue. Lee, can you tell our listeners a little bit, like, what is Judaism by the numbers? Yeah, sure. So, Gabby, who also runs this podcast, and I came up with this idea last semester about how we could incorporate Jewish learning into barbecue in a fun and low-commitment way. So, every every week or most weeks at barbecue, we have a question that has to do with Judaism, and it's always a number-based question, and People who are attending barbecue can guess any number, and the person who's closest wins a special Hillel prize, and so recently we've been giving out some sweatpants and blankets, and every week it'll be something new. And Lee, what's so special
2: about the sweatpants and blankets?
4: Well, they have Berkeley Hillel written on the side, both in English and sometimes in Hebrew, so you get to rep Berkeley Hillel everywhere you go when you're
1: cold. That's so cool, I can't wait to play and win some sweatpants. Thanks, Lee. You're welcome. All right, so we're sitting here with Mishalanu Anu as they enjoy barbecue after their cafe Ivrit, which happens here at Hillal every Wednesday from five to six. How was cafe Ivrit today, Idan?
0: Cafe Ivrit was great. I felt a wonderful sense of community, and I met a bunch of awesome Israelis.
2: It's been really interesting, Shelby. Is like outside my office. At the hours at 5 o'clock, I feel like instantaneously I've been, like, transported to the cafe in Tel Aviv because all of a sudden there's only Hebrew. Um, you can hear the chutzpah coming out of the Israelis. It's just a lot of fun, and I have to, like, remind myself that, oh, wait, I'm in Berkeley Hill. I'm wondering, for those of you that have now, like, there seems to be a migration from Cafe Ivrit into barbecue, do you feel like you've brought some of that Tel Aviv vibe into barbecue. I know some of you served a couple weeks ago. How do you bring Cafe Ivrit into barbecue? When we're bringing the Cafe Ivrit here, um, we're all talking Hebrew. So that's also like the sense of community of um, being Israelis, having this one common thing that is very special to us, and bringing it here to the barbecue with us. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cafe Ivrit. <laughs> <Sabana. laughs> So Shelby, we're here with uh, Sam Rubenstein, who is the Hillel student body president. And uh, Sam, you just, uh, there's a huge, just like great energy in the
6: auditorium right now, and you made an announcement on something. I didn't quite hear what the announcement was for. Yeah, so actually we don't usually do announcements, but since this one was so important, I felt like it was necessary to do an announcement tonight. Um, It was actually about Faculty Shabbat, which is one of the Hillel student board's flagship events that's been going on for a few years. We invite a bunch of Jewish and non-Jewish faculty around campus to come have a Shabbat dinner with us. And students get to pair up actually with professors that they think are really cool and can even gain research positions or recommendation letters from just this one Shabbat dinner. Um, So I was just letting everyone know about it and that they can actually invite their own professors. And we're just stoked about it. And uh, when is that event? It's next Friday, March 15th. Starting at five thirty PM until eight PM, it's gonna be so awesome. And I
2: just want to make sure, Sam, if I like don't invite a professor, am I not can I not come or like
6: should I not come if I'm not connected with like a professor, like take this Shabbat off here? Definitely not. You never have to take a Shabbat off. We will invite anyone who any student who wants to come. We'd love to have you here. You don't have to be paired with a professor and if you do choose to come and not be paired with a professor, you can always talk to them anyway. And I hear from, like, years past, we've had Nobel laureates come. We've had some really interesting
2: professors that have been here. Um, Do we have any talk or anything happening from a professor, maybe after
6: dinner or during dinner? Yeah, we actually have a visiting professor um, through the law school. um, And he's coming from the Shalom Hartman Institute in Israel, so we're really excited to have him. It's Dr. Tomer Persico. Um, and we're just really excited to get to hear from him and actually have a discussion with him after dinner while we're eating yummy dessert.
2: Great, can't wait till March 15th. Thanks, Sam. Can't
6: wait. Thanks for having me.
2: Great. So, Shelby, we're, we're in the kitchen now. The kitchen interns are back at work again, washing the dishes, cleaning up again. I'm sure if any student wants to come in and help clean the dishes, wash the dishes, they're more than happy to get some help in here. But I'm also smelling a uh, these amazing chocolate chip cookies. It's really a coveted thing. I often notice during barbecue, people will slowly try to make their way into the kitchen because they know dessert's coming. We've seen a real uptick, not only in the food, but dessert has really been amazing this year. Yeah, the desserts have been really top notch. Last
1: week, there were some like brownie blondie type deal, and now I'm seeing these really large chocolate chip cookies fresh out of the oven chocolate chip and tahini, I've just been corrected. So get ready, folks, for some chocolate chip tahini cookies.
2: So I noticed, I noticed that uh, we're here with Lily. Lily is not a kitchen intern, but yet, Lily, are you able to, like, help and volunteer and cook in the parts that you want to cook? as you,
4: did you help make the cookies? I did. I helped Ari, who's the dessert man. Um, and yeah, you can kind of step in and do, you know, hop in anything. I'm particularly invested in dessert because I'm gluten-free and so we have a round of gluten-free cookies coming up. Um, it's really nice that dessert's been made super accessible to everyone in the last year. And what do you
2: use when you're gluten-free? How do you make it gluten-free, That and we still make it tasty? switch out the flour and, and everything
4: you... else is the same.
2: Amazing. I can't wait to taste them and I'm sure as soon as they come out into the auditorium That's you can gone. see the students will be on there in a second. I'm noticing, Sav, I've noticed week after week we don't just put them out. We actually serve them. Why have we been doing that?
5: Well, it's interesting. When you just leave it there, they actually disappear in less than five minutes. But if I help to serve it, then everyone only takes one cookie as opposed to taking three or four because they're so delicious. So wow. What a genius innovation. I know. Thanks, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty brilliant if I do say so myself.
2: It certainly is, <laughs> and I can't wait to take one myself. Yeah, too bad you guys can't smell them. They smell really great. Shelby, we're here with uh, Orly's Eve, and Orly's, uh, you're graduating this year, right? Yes. You've been here and part of Hillel all four years. You came to barbecue your freshman year. How has barbecue changed for you? Um, Honestly, I think barbecue's
7: been pretty consistent throughout, but in the best way possible. I think it's something that I can rely on every week to see my awesome friends, like Daniel and Jake over there, and Rabbi Adam, um, and... uh, yeah, I can just show up by myself, walk up the stairs, and expect to see a lot of faces that I love and um, really enjoy catching up with every week. So I personally can't really think of anything that's dramatically changed about barbecue, but I like that it has not changed.
2: And how do you like barbecue in our new space?
7: It's even better
2: than it was before. And Orly, what are you going to miss most when you're, you've are you got another two or three months? What are you going to miss most when you go into the real world and you have your job in San Francisco and you're sitting behind a desk. What are you going to miss when you leave this area?
7: Um, I'm really going to miss the consistency and the community and the friendships that I have here at Berkeley, which honestly really revolve around the Jewish community. Um, I'm going to miss just walking into the Hillel building and seeing all these people that I love. Um, And um, yeah, I'm really just going to miss my community here at Berkeley.
2: Well, you know, Arlie, you always have a place to come back and visit and to have that great smile come in and can't uh, can't wait to celebrate in your graduation in uh, in a few months, Mazel Tov!
1: Thanks, Rabbi Adam. We'll miss you, Orly. Wow, that was exhilarating. That was uh, probably one of my favorite barbecues. I think. What do you think, Rabbi Adam?
2: It was great. It was so much fun to talk to everybody, to hear everybody's stories. You can really get the sense and the feeling of what's going on here, the energy and. What's really great is it's now like uh, 6.45, almost 7 o'clock, and some of the students are still trickling in, but there's a sense of now everybody's sort of going off in different areas, some students studying. There seems to be a Backstage Israel Fellowship is starting. I think, Shelby, you have a meeting with some students that's going on. It just feels like it's the beginning of like the rest of the evening.
1: Yeah, definitely like the pre-party. Definitely get that sense every Wednesday. There's so much stuff happening. In fact, I think every room is booked every Wednesday night at Hillel from 7 p.m. till closing. And uh, so many folks here at barbecue. And uh, now it's winding down and people are off to do their homework and go to their meetings and see their friends.
2: Yeah, Shelby, it was so much fun like hanging out with you tonight and interviewing people. I think... Uh, I know this was a one-time thing that Gabby's giving us this, so uh, hopefully we did a decent job for Gabby. Um, hopefully not too good a job that she's going to feel threatened about our quality work. But I think th- she might. Thanks for hanging out with me, Shelby, and maybe we'll do it again sometime. Yeah,
0: thanks, Rabbi Adam. This was so fun. Thank you, Shelby and Rabbi Adam, and thank you for listening to Hello Hello. Please subscribe so that you always know when we have a new episode. Barbecue's on Wednesday at 6, and if you want to cook with our kitchen interns, you can volunteer starting at 2 on Wednesdays and from 10 to 3 on Fridays. And, like Sam said, this Shabbat is our annual Faculty Shabbat. Faculty Shabbat is an amazing opportunity for students to invite their professors to a meal at Hillel. Students and faculty can get to know each other and build a relationship over a beautiful Shabbat meal, and students have even gotten internships, research positions, and letters of recommendation from this one night. It's also just really fun, and I would highly recommend inviting your professors and celebrating Shabbat with us. You can pick up invitations for your professors at the front desk of Hillel. Please check out Hillel's website, virtuallyhillel.org, to learn more about all of our amazing programming and events. Have a great week, and I'll see you at Hillel!